Hello there. I'm British. This is a research documentary podcast. As part of this documentary I will disguise myself as a popular American podcaster named Kevin O'Brien, known for co-hosting the official The Orville podcast. The purpose of this documentary is to see just what makes it so easy for people to fall into a cult in the United States. What type of people fall for it, and why? And secondly to explore an important idea. Would there ever be a true beast trials? Not the kind you see on television, like Michael Phelps versus a shark. No, these are real beasts, real trials. As part of this process I recorded a several minute long mp3 and sent it to some close friends of Kevin's. I figured they would be most susceptible. This is the audio. I guess just to go over kind of what we'll be doing is uh, you'll all be giving me money and like your time and I'll ask you to do things for me and you just I will give you uh, maybe I'll talk to you for a little bit at first and we can Maybe go out to like Dave and Buster's, and a couple of things that I, I guess like, we, like you know, to establish like what things I believe in that you will believe in is there should be beast trials, which is all the beasts of the land compete to see what is most worthy. And yes, the big twist is man must compete as well. In battles of strength, you may think it's unfair if a elephant has to tug of war with a human. You might think the elephant has the advantage. But if the human places a bunch of peanuts on their side, having the elephant basically hand the victory to human. It's, it's basically the show like our brain is our advantage, our cunning. Um, so this beast trials is a big part of uh, the cult. And we'll do other things like, obviously we'll talk about food and uh, we'll do like food, like review like a, the local burrito. And uh, what else? Basketball. Talk about the NBA Finals. Just kind of let you know who to root for, and obviously how it's all rigged. But the main, the main, like the essential, like the keystone of our cooperation is Beast Trials, and we like, and the end goal is to have uh, that nationally televised, maybe internet. I, one day, yes. Obviously, we want all the beasts of the land. Have sea, sea trials, but mainly globally, I would love to get us on every screen in the world. Beast trials would basically be the new Olympics for animals and humans. So, thank you, and I guess uh, next time, see if anybody listens to this, and we'll see if anybody is kind of interested in my idea. 
and if there's any more room, if there's any room for her to work with this. See if maybe I can get somebody to join me. I had first reached out to Cliff, renowned bird expert, who would be the master of the Sky Beasts, but I received no contact. The first responder, who I must stress, are the real heroes, was thankfully Andrew Clotworthy, formerly known as Andrew Bear. He would prove to be a strong, immediate ally. Hello. Hello. Okay, I'm working. Can I hear you? Hello. Oh, Jesus, it finally works. Yay. Okay, cool. All right, I have to, uh, so I have to use two different audio devices for my input and output now, but I guess that's fine. So you have like a one a microphone and then a, a headset separate. Yeah, my headsets, my headphones are plugged into my computer's sound card, and then I have this like eight port audio interface, which I don't know, something something weird's going on that I gotta do other issues with, but this is fine. This works. Okay. Well. Um... Uh, give me. I actually put a burrito in the in the microwave. Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, well, like it's like a, you know, it's a frozen burrito. It takes like two minutes tops. So oh, it's gonna bang, and then I actually have to flip it over, and oh, then come on, and then I gotta do a whole another. That's, that's no, the no, yeah, I can't give me a second. Sorry. Okay, so it's in there, but now it yeah. is. We have I suppose like you need to get it again. Yeah, in about oh a minute, I will have to uh, let it rest, and then I have to let it rest for one minute before I can start eating it. But well, I'm that's gonna, important. Well, I'm good, but I'm going to give it a full ten minutes of rest. It's working. That's hard good. There. Yeah, yeah. Everybody deserves a break. Yeah. Well, I, hey, right. Um, speak, too hard. Yeah, uh, workers. I definitely can speak from experience. Um, I'll be on the job and and I'll ask for a break, and they'll say we got to get something done. And I'm thinking, well, that's not my fucking problem, is it? All the time, my boss is like, "Oh, you got to do your duties. Like we hired you to perform this specific job." And I'm like, "I'm tired. I need a yes. break." Yeah. It's my, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, for fuck, come on. Buddy, it looks good and it smells good. I'll tell you that much. I love to hear this. Okay. Well, um, I guess let's just get started. Are you ready? Sure. Um, okay, everybody. Welcome back. I, uh, I put out the call. Uh, I sent uh, the previous recording out to a lot of my good friends and some people I'm not that familiar with. And luckily, I got a, a message back. Uh, just said he was interested uh, from Andrew Bear. So thank you for coming, Andrew. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank thank you for using my alias, but I actually am going by my real name now because I'm so inspired by this cult, everything that you're talking about, that I decided, like, why hide behind an internet persona? Like, I want to be me because this is something I truly believe in. Okay, that's good. And but because I was gonna say that there could be some confusion, a clerical error, 
error. And then next thing you know, you're in the their competition. You're you're they're putting you out there and saying this is a bear and they're putting you like you know in most tournaments they do like a weighted bracket so the number one seed yes. will play the the 16 seed so now they have you a bear very formidable creature against maybe a shark or something and it's just not gonna work out for you probably right. it's a- it's actually the opposite of what, what i wanted to happen because what i was hoping to do uh, was to engage in a beast trial myself against a bear, and I would I would destroy this bear as a way of showing like I am shedding my internet persona. I'm ready to be the real me. I have killed a bear. Yeah. Um, well, this is actually kind of what I want to talk about. Um, well, I guess we could talk about beast trials. Everybody wants to know what the plan is, but I haven't really got all that organized. Really, like the oh, first thing, I, the first no, thing I did was I put out the call. See if it's something people are actually interested in, you know. So, of course, um, yeah. Don't 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 pressure yourself. It's all good. Yeah, like I can't. I, I don't know if people expect me to have this fully formulated system with, uh, you know. I, I definitely believe in um, listening to the people that have chosen to follow me and follow us. Right. Follow what we believe in. You know. So if they and- have opinions, then I will listen. My ears are open. Any good idea starts with like, hey, I want to do this thing. And then you listen to the people. You actually work together to figure out, well, what's this thing going to be? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. This isn't going to be the normal standard, like, I'm at the top and I'm the king kind of thing. This is going to no. be the, the, I like to call it the Bill Gates method, which is, I believe he said, uh, rising tide lifts all ships, right? So It's true. Yeah. You have to, you have to be like the tide. Right, and then the uh, you know the the tide that's at the top kind of trickles down to to the bottom, and then brings the bottom tide up too. Exactly the the big dogs or the sharks, or uh, nowadays it's probably like the, actually like the commercial fishing boats are the big dogs, and then you have maybe your sharks, and then you have or orca whales, uh, sharks. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, but. Uh, eventually you get to the bottom of the ocean with the sediment and there's um, lobsters and uh, you know whatever and then eventually those go back up to the top and they feed this kind of it's kind of like an ecosystem in the water yeah and and then for a brief moment these lobsters will will sometimes be in the belly of a king and they are part or in a of fancy that. a fancy restaurant they're sitting there they yes. have a pool in a fancy restaurant or something. Yeah, a, a delicious butter bath. It just feels so good. It's so good for the shell. And um, they get to see high society. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to know a little about you. Um, were you religious growing up? Oh, boy. Um, well, I was, I was raised Methodist. Uh, mm. But... I never really took to the other children in my Sunday school class. They didn't really seem to understand the world the same way that I did. Okay. So uh, they they were maybe you were kind of different than them. Yes, I was different. I was smarter, better. Uh and you know they they were fine. They loved to play around in the sand and and like la 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 Jesus Jesus. But I'm like like what are we even doing? 
Like yeah, we could, kind of we a, could be rolling the world. It's kind of a cult in its own, and uh, yeah, that's something not a lot of people are talking about. We, what I'm doing is actually not a cult, and I want to make that clear. I know I said I want to start a cult. <laughs> oh, okay. But what I'm doing is not. It's more. It's kind of just like a group of people who are working together with similar ideas. Because, well, I I had the idea when I looked it up. It told me the definition was cult, but I'm learning more and more that there's a lot of bad, a lot of bad connotations with that word. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like um, here and there, a couple people lost their ways and just kind of made it look bad like uh like the christians yeah i know know. they had they they really could have done something good and then they they could have they they messed it up Mm -hmm. they had the people eating out the palm of their hands really yes and now you look around there's the war on christmas right sharia law so and, and what are they doing? It's like, oh, you know, turn turn the other cheek. Yes, yes. Do it. Like, what would Jesus do? <laughs> like, yeah. G- Jesus Jesus wouldn't be sitting around on his ass the yeah. way you all were. <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. He wouldn't be starting some sort of Olympics for animals, <laughs> right? Oh, wait, are we talking about the beast trials? Well, no, I'm saying he wouldn't do that. That's like, uh, we're not doing it now. We're not talking about the beast trials. I'm just saying that's something that wouldn't even be on their mind. Beast trials, they're so far from. Contemporary Christians, sure. But I actually would argue that Jesus uh, would have been for beast trials. And we have kind of lost sight of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teaching, well, what's in the book? Like you go to church and then what they've told you uh, they're they're telling you what their translation of the book. This book was written in some ancient language that nobody understands. Millions of years ago. Billions of years ago. And they're saying that that they know what it's saying. Okay. Now, so what, what we're doing is we're not going to have like this trillion year old, like, oh, it all started at the Big Bang and we were touched by Goo Goo, the Gaga, Lady Gaga law or yes, something. That's right. You know, go off, go off. Okay. <laughs> and they're not going to have like, um, okay, here's the ancient scroll. There's going to be none of that. It's going to basically be, there's like Greggy, he kind of, there's the Orville podcast that I do. And then there's Greggy, he's kind of like the captain and then this is kind of just uh, something that we just started with a really good idea. That's that's great. And so, wait, how does how does Greggy factor into this? Because he's he's the captain of the Orville podcast. I know that. Yeah, he's kind of like a. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a good analogy. Uh, um, he's kind of like I guess Noah. Um, ah, you know, like he was the one that everybody should have listened to. Yeah, um, but yeah. they didn't. But he's not really a figure anybody looks up to and says like, "Oh, praise Noah." You know, like it's just Noah's humble. Like, yeah, Noah's humble. Noah was definitely part of the history. They may not. Be, he may not be particularly involved in this scenario. 
And then even after all that, even after they were like, no, fuck you, Noah. I'm sorry, can I cuss? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They're like, oh, oh f- uh, forget you, Noah. Uh, you, you know, you're such an idiot. And he still parted the seas for them. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, he said, part the seas and let, let my truck drive right on through down the old dirt road. And that's why we're getting little Nas X to perform at our first meeting. We really appreciate Lil Nas X. Like he seems very enthusiastic and we're like, well, dude, you're practically a celebrity at this point, but he's, he's he into is, it. Yeah. He's something about beast trials really spoke to him. Like I, I, Oh yeah. I said, I was just, uh, I saw him on his horse and I said, if you hop off that thing, I bet you could run faster than it. He yes, kind of laughed. Yeah, yeah. He's laughing. He's like, well, I am pretty fast. <laughs> that's right. And that's not really all it takes. Once those wheels start turning, you know, next thing you know, he's like, when's your next event? Yeah. So that's good. And he's a now, nice guy. He's cool. He is. And he's an idealist. Are you? So you would consider yourself like an idealist? I guess so. You know, it's so it's so hard when I look at the world around me to to fall into cynicism. But hearing this idea of yours, like I would say, has made me very idealistic. That's good. And now this question is a bit of a a sidebar here. But oh, sure. how do you feel about people when they look at what I'm doing right here and they're saying they're talking and they're saying that that I'm having a Beto moment? Those people can take their Beto moment and they can freaking stand on the table and tie it and tie a noose around their neck and then jump <laughs> off. <laughs> Those idiots. Yes. Um, now, are you familiar with the power of group influence, which is sort of su- to suggest that all you really need is three people? Uh, to challenge people's perceptions of what is reality. Yes. So, so you you know you, people are going to say, okay, so Kevin's going to get Andrew. He's going to get maybe one other person, maybe even another person, just a as a backup, and they will be kind of like the three influencers. But I love that. But my point is that. We don't even need to change anyone's perception about what is reality because this is the reality. Once they see, um, well, like what is your, in your opinion, what is the most dominant beast? Okay. Well, I mean, there's a few contenders and in the circles that I hang out in, it can be a bit divisive. I also know that you're a kindred spirit. So I think that I can safely say that it is the harpy eagle yeah okay because it's, I, it has a sharp beak and it can tear any beast's throat mm-hmm. open regardless wow. of size or strength and is it that's funny how like each beast has its own um like you know that like the eyes of the eagle or the beak or whatever this thing has but it's yeah. got good eyes i'm sure as well to see that throat oh, no. um did you say you don't know yeah, who knows? I don't know. All I know is it has that that crazy beak, and the beak is almost like a razor, and it chops open the throat, and and you can't live 
with a hole in your throat, you're going to die almost instantly. Um, bad news smokers. Uh, so this beast, right? It may be the most, you're in your opinion, the most dominant beast, but really unless, uh, but you put that same beast, um, 30,000 leagues under the sea with a giant squid. And maybe mm. it's not having the same result because the squid also has a beak that's like a razor. I did not consider water. I was only thinking, okay, like, oh, it'll just it'll just get away because it's so high. But and this like, is this yeah. is kind of what like is going to really I think sell this thing is that this is going to be uh, we're going to have the battle for the air and have the yes. battle for the sea. We're going to have the battle for the land. And I'm thinking maybe some subterranean or, or, uh, oh yeah, getting around closer to the to the core under the crust. Yes, yeah, yeah, like uh, the land. It goes deep, but like you know, like a uh, I don't know, where does an ant live? Ant ant live ant live in a hole in a hole in the ground. Yeah, so subterranean. Yeah, so basically we'll have four, um. We'll have four, I'm guessing four like groups. But the thing is, we're not going to just, I don't think we're just going to leave them separate and then have the number one sea animal and the number one air animal. I don't think we're going to do any of that. I think we're going to kind of randomize it. And <laughs> are you aware? I don't know if you've listened to, to, if you fully like understood what I was saying, that man will be involved in this competition. Yes. As I, are, as I said earlier, I'm excited <laughs> to participate myself. So you did understand it and you made that clear. Um, why, why aren't people understanding that? People aren't getting that? People seem to be afraid at the idea that um, that man is going to have to... I said this earlier, if a man had to tug a war with an elephant, because it's yeah. not all going to be fights to the death, it's going to be skills... So man will probably win at math. Probably. Man will probably win at painting, but there are some animals that are good painters. Yes, pigs and also, as you were saying earlier, the elephant. Right? So the elephant, we look at them and they've won in tug of war. Yeah. They've won in painting. But you, that's what you think, at least. But then you check back at the tug of war tape and you realize that the human threw down the peanuts and the elephant walked over towards him giving the human the easy win so it's 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 gonna be a, a battle of strength it's gonna be a battle of wits cunning yeah cunningness yes um we might put that on our poster the cunning battle uh the most cunning only the most cunning and the most strong survive and then eventually i think um, the strong will just beat the cunning. Yeah, if we take, if we do no weapons. Yeah, I, that's true. Logistically, we haven't really figured out what other elements we're going to be throwing in here. Because I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm picturing it in the vacuum, just an empty room. But, mm -hmm. but, but we could actually do some really cool things with, you know, some terrace sculpting. Like like rock formations that they can yeah. battle around, yeah. As yeah. the as the steed, the the great ape battles the giant anaconda. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, 
maybe I think a tree would probably be trees, get some trees in there. Trees would be good, yeah. To maybe has like a little cover, a little ape that great ape could hide behind a tree at some point. The ape would definitely appreciate that. I will say though that Anaconda can climb a tree. Okay. And that's kind of the fun of this. And they can swim too. Yeah, and it can hold its breath for a really long time. Okay, well, we'll have to put you back. When we do the seedings for anacondas, I'm definitely going to give you a call. Um, Awesome. So this is pretty much like wraps up. I I think you're going to be an amazing addition. If you're in, all you got to do is say, I'm in. I'm in. Excellent. That's great. So we've got, and I haven't uh, really declared my right-hand man yet, or right-hand woman, in, but this is going to be up for. Uh, That's I don't know, fine, maybe, Kevin. It's maybe, okay. Maybe that could be in the <laughs> part of the competition. Look, um, I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be involved. I'm a good okay. sport. Okay. Um. So, like, have we have one final question, and that is, what makes the perfect burrito? Oh my God. Uh, it's the resting. It's the yeah. amount of time that you give it to rest. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you, you have it, it yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. If say it, your I mean, I know that you're trying, I know you're trying to protect the people, but all right. So I'm just going to say it. It's like, if you don't let it rest long enough, it's going to be too hot. Your mouth's going to be burned. Your taste buds, they're like melted. You can't like taste anything anymore. It tastes like shit. And then if you re- let it rest too long, then like you're, it, it just sucks. It's not good anymore. It's all dried out. I hate, I hate that. But then if you let it rest just right, it doesn't matter if it's like a bad burrito or whatever. <laughs> that perfectly rested burrito provides a texture sensation that is only topped by the witnessing of a really good beast trial. Wow. And that's like the perfect ending, but I was just thinking of something else. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sure, no problem. So I would say like, just for our listeners out there that kind of didn't understand what he was saying, like about when you let something rust too long and it freezes or like it gets hard or if you don't rest enough and it's really hot, it's kind of like in, <clears throat> I think it's Raiders of the Lost Ark when they see the Ark and their face melts off. Yeah. And that's kind of like if you haven't let the burrito rest. And then there's uh, when Han Solo gets frozen in the, the the carbonate. Rested too long. He rested too long. Yeah. So. Doesn't just and, apply to burritos, people. Yeah. So this is like a, kind of one of those universal truths out there. That's, well, what, that's what we're aiming for. Well, thank you, Andrew Clotworthy. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, Kev. You know, everybody. Uh, hey, uh, look, every cult needs some music, right? (laughs) I guess so. So everybody go check out Andrew's uh, band camp. You can follow him on Twitter at. uh, It's Clotworthy Music Everywhere. That's that's part of my really cool new branding campaign is unifying my brand. It's Clotworthy Music on all platforms. That is incredible that's absolutely fantastic it's it's very good thank you and we'll, we'll talk to you later bye after this interview with andrew plotworthy i was feeling really good for the first time in my life i had found another who truly shared my passion for beast trials i decided to go further the discussion of the burrito seemed to be a hit 
I would use this idea to contact the hosts of the fast-rising mainstream hit, Lunch Podcast, and test my abilities to draw them in and see if the Beast Trials could be a global success, much like eating lunch has become. I sent them a message regarding burritos, and the bait was set. <clears throat> we have two more people here. Um, I have Casey is here. Hey, guys. And Alex is here. Hey, guys. And both of them are from the Lunch Podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. we're from there. Now, do you? how do you feel about the people that have been saying that what I'm doing right now is kind of like I'm having a Beto moment. Um, I think it's fucked up, but w- w- why did they even say that? What's, what's even like the implication there? I feel like you invited us here on the pretext that we'd be talking about burritos. And now you hit us up with this. Beto okay. has burrito in it. Burrito has Beto in it. No. Uh, no, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't it if you yeah. get a tortilla big enough and you, and you put it like vertically on the table, I think, you know, <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Hey, I think Beto's going to stand on that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's There's it. Too big, uh, foot, too big feet sticking out of this burrito. <laughs> it's a classic trap for catching a guy like that. Just well, put on as you guys know, I'm part of the Orville podcast. <laughs> basically what happened is we didn't have a podcast. We're not having a podcast this week and I'm kind of floundering for uh, like some ideas. I'm looking for something to do really. And I guess that's, they associate that with a Beto moment. They're mad that you're, you're kind of doing your own podcast instead of running for Senate again. And they, they feel so. like you're, you're kind of blowing your chance. Yeah, like being in the Senate is like being on the Orville. And right. they, they think it's like my Beto moment. <laughs> anyway, Casey, you liked a tweet of mine where I said, what if Batman had a baby by 50 Cent? Uh-huh. And I kind of was just wondering what you thought I meant by that and why you liked that tweet. Um, I'm just a big fan of Batman and a big fan of 50 Cent. So, you know, I can imagine maybe that they would... Commissioner Gordon would put the G unit sign up in the sky and the baby would come to wherever he's needed. Okay. You think if Batman had a baby, Commissioner Gordon would start summoning his baby for some reason? Yeah, I think so. I, probably not. He doesn't know the same. He wasn't trained or he's not, he's, he's not, he's just a child. Well, if his other dad is 50 cent, he's at least as strong as Batman plus 50 cent. And 50 Cent is really strong. He's immortal. It's, he's impervious to bullets. Yeah, at least nine of them. And uh, he can run on a treadmill with little sticky things all over him. Mm-hmm. Do upside-down sit-ups. <laughs> you ever is play? He is like a bat. Yeah, yeah, see? I think this is what I was thinking of. 50 Cent, okay. upside-down sit-ups, he's a bat. In the so club, kind of, in the this cave. This is kind of you trying to move into the second seat. Of the of what I'm doing here, just like you're saying, like we're on the same wavelength, and we both understand what I meant by that tweet. And you can be like in com- like second in command of the beast trials. Yeah, I could. I would go for that. Okay. So, Alex, what I feel like beast... I'm kind of being left out now. Okay, well, Alex, <laughs> what beast to you is the most dominant beast? 
Uh, okay. Let's see. I'm trying to think the list of the beasts that I know. Um, shark. Is, is a shark a beast? Come on. This is, bees. I, this is all beasts of the land. Well, okay, so just I guess. Okay, you just uh, this said, is my fault. No, this is my fault. We break uh, it down. Just said of the land. There's, there's the air beast, beast of the air, uh, sky, uh, mm-hmm. beast of the land, air beast, beast of, and beast, beast of the sea. <laughs> okay, air beast and beast is good. Yeah, that is good. And then we have subterranean ants, and that's that is. <laughs> okay, and you said a shark is a beast of the land. No, it's a beast. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, this is kind of gets into like what we're going to be doing with this competition where we, sometimes you're not going to be in your natural habitat. Uh, so these sharks could be doing, uh, like, and it'll be tests of cunning and who's the smartest. I mean, who's strongest too. (laughs) Okay. So three tests, cunning. Who's the smartest? Who's the strongest? But this is like, this is kind of, look, I'm just getting started. So I bring people in who have good ideas and you guys <clears throat> have really good ideas. So thank you. I yeah, can, that's true. I listen to the lunch podcast and I'm thinking, first of all, shout out to the diet, Sam Scola podcast. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, I was listening to you guys. I said, there's no Orville this week. Alex said, this is like if this uh, guy on the Orville had the podcast and I said, that's me. So <laughs> I should just turn on the microphone and see what happens. The first thing came to my mind is this, and this is what we're doing now. You got to have so. some nice, like Ted talk music underneath of it though. Yeah. If you can find mm-hmm. some royalty free libraries, uh, yeah. Kev- Kevin McLeod of... is a good, that's a good Who? guy. You can <laughs> Kevin McLeod. I think, I don't know how you say his last name, but he does like all the royalty free music. People like him. So you can, if you type that into Google, I think you'll find That's some great. good stuff. I think uh, Bell's husband is a good beast. Um, mm, yes. And he's kind of interesting because he, he seems maybe like he wouldn't be a smart guy, but he's actually pretty smart and he likes wine and uh, the piano and stuff like that. So I kind of, I think he would pass the trials pretty well. Okay, well, what category do we put him in? Because he's a man, right? So... At the end of the movie, he's a man. Uh, all right, well, spoil, spoils. Uh, I'd say he's he's maybe a beast of the city, and I'm sort of like that too. Uh, sort of a, a beast who dwells uh, in the city. In this competition, I don't know if you listened fully and you fully understood what I was saying. A man will be competing in this competition. This is going to be like the Olympics for all animals and man and it'll see who's the best. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What about the beast from Split? Whoa, okay. Well, this is another thing that I think you guys are having trouble with. These are movies and these are kind of like actors or cartoons and this doesn't really fit into um, the reality of what I'm doing and I understand like you know there's um, uh, the power of group influence where you just need like a couple of people to tell you what is real and what exists and then the, that kind of uh-huh. influences your thinking it, it, like, and and I think that's what you guys are trying to do to me and have me think that these are actual real beasts so when 
I'm doing the beast trials and I say, okay, next up is beast from split. <laughs> and you guys are just like snickering under your breaths. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel bad. Cause I was going to say there's a X-Men character named beast too. He's like a blue cat, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Cause I don't want to lead you astray. We're just going to do real beasts. Blue cats do exist. So, well, he's like a blue cat, uh, but he's also a scientist, I think. Okay, so what we're finding here, folks at home, is that maybe these two guys aren't the best for this, uh, what we're doing here. And maybe the lunch podcast is great, but maybe they are not perfect candidates for, uh, you know, Casey did like the Batman, what if Batman had a baby by 50 Cent tweet, which I appreciate, but... And it kind of got the ball rolling. A couple other people were like, okay, maybe I could like this too. So it does suggest yeah. that you have the influencer uh, gene inside you. I'm a trendsetter, sure. But it seems that you're also a little uh, combative and you don't adjust well to being told that like there's a new power uh, structure being put in place and I'm at the top. What about Big Sean when he goes beast mode? Okay, this is something I definitely thought about because Big Sean goes beast mode, Marshawn Lynch goes beast mode, and when they do, they're sort of unstoppable, and nothing will can hold them, control them, and it's just like wreckage. The whole city will be destroyed. So if they're going beast mode, I certainly hope they're going to be in the, the competition, but they will be fighting under uh, the human for the human race. Oh, really? Okay. I saw an image once that said uh, Catholic beast mode, and it was about when Lent, Lent is over and you're allowed to eat meat again, and you sort of go Catholic beast mode. Okay, so um, th- these are different competitions. Um, like, how much can a lion, how much meat can a lion eat? Okay, we'll put him up against Catholic beast mode. Yeah, and, I, and they, then you have that I think ma- advantage man. But are you also like, kind of like a cult and a lot of these religions are like cults. Huh? So you can drop those kind of forget about those because those present like, okay. Um, you know that everything's like, uh, the earth is a billion years old and so is yeah, debatable. So is God, right? Okay. Yeah, that's not debatable. Same. But that's, well, that's what they're telling you. Okay. But that's for what you're me, telling me. No, 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 no. That's what they're telling you. What I'm telling you is that I you think God is 6,000 years old. Okay, well, he might be 6,000 years old. He might be a billion years old. Who knows if 6,000 years, what it, that is to God. It could be a billion years to us, right? I so, think that the Bible is literally true, except that the earth was here before God. Okay, uh, so what but, do you think about when Noah split the lake? Okay. Okay, that's not... And it's then he right. drove his tractor, and he called it the Old Town Road, and it was Lil Nas X. And he oh, yeah. is actually going to be performing. This I didn't tell you guys this. Lil Nas X is going to be performing with us, uh, for us because he's in. Are you like capturing beasts and making them fight each other? Is that what this is? No. Okay. okay. This is like a volunteer thing. This is kind of be well. Yeah, some some beasts will not be tamed, and they won't be controlled. <laughs> And so in that way to like incorporate just maybe their natural, uh, whatever they do naturally, we can 
Like, you know when Michael Phelps raced the shark? Mm-hmm. But no. he didn't really race the shark. I'm trying to see. Maybe we put that shark on a horse track. <laughs> okay. And then Michael Phelps can race it. <laughs> like, how did he not really race the shark? Like, was it not? Lo- they weren't in the same pool, you mean? I didn't watch it. But what I'm told is he didn't really no? race the shark. Okay. Is like a, a, an estimate of what a shark would be. But that got millions of billions of views. So if that gets billions, I'm probably getting trillions, right? With the beast trials. I'm, you can do country to country, but a shark l- doesn't doesn't have any like restricted body of water, you know? And I, I, I think I got disconnected, but I, I do think I'm still following what's going on. Okay. Well, basically, just like the sharks, they're not playing by our rules. Um, and which brings me to the biggest question of all. What makes the perfect burrito? Okay. And this is the thing you prepared us for. Yes. We didn't know about this other stuff and the beast trials. And I don't know if I support whatever you're trying to do there. Okay. Well, I know a way to get you on board is like, you know how in the Bible, um, okay. The Bible is a ancient scroll, right? And Uh nobody knows how old it is. And it was written by who knows who, right? But yeah. Greggy, you know Greggy, okay? Yeah, I know he's Greggy. Like, he's like the all spark, right? The, uh, what is the all spark? Casey, do you know what the all spark is? Um, isn't that one of the guys from I Love the Seventies? No, that's Hal Spark. Sorry. <laughs> it the all spark, and this is serious. Is what? Um, the uh, Transformers are always after. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. I thought it was someone from the Orville. We're going to be very embarrassed for not knowing it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 no. Well, so the Orville's kind of like, oh, by the way, Seth MacFarlane has semi uh, endorsed Pete Buttigieg. So. For the Beast Trials or for the present? <laughs> Yeah, like maybe in like the languages department or something. I don't know. What is this guy good at? Yeah. Maybe like he can speak to the rhinos. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I guess I support him now, too. Um, So the burrito. Right. So Greggy's the all spark. What's your okay? What's the burrito? What's the makes the perfect burrito? Okay, so taking into account that Greggy is the all-spark, what makes the perfect burrito is the question. Yes. Bean? Uh, I think I've had three burritos in my life, so I don't really know a lot about burritos, actually. Really? Yeah, I'm not really a big burrito fan. Uh, Too much bread, I think. Okay. And I think if you have those ingredients, there's better stuff you can make out of it than a burrito. Uh, so, so I'm not really a big fan of this. Okay, so... Topic. Hmm. Okay, Casey? Uh, so you've heard of Panda Express? Yeah. Uh, there's also the Panda Express Test Kitchen. 
where they really? have like like kind of rare Panda Express items. And uh, they have one out near like Pasadena, California, where you can get an orange chicken burrito. It's a tortilla with rice and orange chicken and little crunchy sesame bits. Oh. Um, and that's the perfect burrito. Wow. Okay. There you have it, folks. The perfect burritos. Uh, one just don't have one at all. <laughs> you can have makes, one. It's make, fine. I guess make he, something instead. He has beans on there or whatever. Uh, there's rice in there. Do you heat a burrito up? No. Is it hot? Ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> or is it room temperature? I don't know. Okay. It's no, like no, a no. taco. I don't want to make jokes about this. You heat it up and then you have to let it rest. Okay. Let it rest for five minutes, maybe, but you can't go past 10. Then you have stale. It's hard. Um, it's like, <laughs> I, I tell everybody this. If it's too hot, it's like the scene in Raiders of Lost Ark when everybody's face melts because they look at the art. <laughs> okay. Sure. And if it's too if it's too rested, then it's like when Han Solo got frozen in Star Wars. Oh, and that'll happen to you if you eat it. Well, the burrito. Right. Or, or it's like if you try to bite into the carbonite. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one, you're eating a melting face. The other, you're eating uh, bicarbonate. I had a burrito on Tuesday. One of three in <laughs> yeah, your I was, life? I was really thinking about this, and uh, as far as I can remember, it was three, and one of them was on Tuesday. <laughs> and wow. it, I didn't like it. So, sorry. Okay. Well, look, guys, uh, I want to thank you for coming and doing this with me. Uh, this is going to be online, okay? In a few days. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. You guys talk to yourselves for just a minute. I'm going to go grab some water and then we'll be done. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. I'll be right back. This is fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what he's talking about. I thought we were done. Um, he said we we're going to be doing food. And I guess he told us that because he thought it would make us want to come on. But then yeah. I don't, he seems like he's really sort of spinning out here it was like he didn't even care about the food thing yeah that was an afterthought and i don't know what this beast trial thing is and i don't like i don't know if we have an obligation to tell someone about this because you think it's like unethical yeah i think it yeah he's making ants fight lions and stuff or he wants to see yeah. how much food they can eat i don't don't like that yeah i mean and this is a guy who won't even he doesn't go to the zoo he's anti-zoo and he's Pro whatever this is. Okay, he's anti-zoo because it's not extreme enough, I guess. Oh, like, okay, it, that's... It, he wants them to. He wants them to make him like do. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, what's hey, up? Um, yeah. So everybody, uh, tune into the next uh, segment uh, we're going to be having coming up. Um, we'll see who gets back to me. Uh, so. Uh, thanks again, Casey. Thanks again, Alex. Check out the lunch podcast. It's great. Um, support you guys, everything you do, really. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Right, bye. bye. Wow. That's the first time I have heard that. And I think... 
For the first time on this journey, doubt had begun to set in. I was no longer bright-eyed, or open-minded. Alex and Casey were not right for this. But, was this even right at all? I knew in my heart that the Beast Trials was a good idea, but maybe I was going about it wrong. I put out a call to anyone who would listen. As my ship of an idea ventured into the hollowness of space, Joe McGurl became my beacon, and brightly filled the deep void that was once staring emptily back into my soul. All that, and more next time in, part 2 of, Real Beasts. Real Trials. But don't go away yet. We have a movie review of, John Wick 3 with the all-spark himself, Greggy. Warning this review contains spoilers. I repeat, spoilers for John Wick Parabellum. Tick-tock, listener. Tick-tock. People keep asking if I'm spoilers. spoilers. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking on spoilers. spoilers. You saw John Wick 3 tonight. Yeah, that's right. I saw it the other night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had some thoughts. So this is a quick little oh, okay. the movie segment. Yeah. Uh, well, I really like John Wick 1. I think it's a yeah. great movie. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And then uh, John Wick 2 has its moments. It's still a good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But... The the more the more John Wick lore I hear about, uh, I, I don't care about John Wick lore really, like the whole the the criminal underworld or whatever where there's a million different assassins in the world. That's funny. When I was leaving the theater, there was two guys in front of me who were talking, and one of them goes, "We definitely learned a lot more about the lore." <laughs> yeah, like pretty That's much. For sure. yeah, I don't know if that was the exact words he said, but it's pretty much. We definitely learned a lot more about like what goes on in the world of John Wick. I was like, I guess, <laughs> which is a good, you know, John Wick was, did something really smart as they said, Oh, we're going to take the crazy pace and violence of like a first person shooter game. And, and like adapted to this movie, uh, like incorporate that in this movie, but mm-hmm. the whole, like, you know, collecting the tokens and getting, you know, getting on your boat, you got to get the underworld boat and all this stuff. And, you need to get your things reversed and meet the headmaster of the one above the table, you know? Yeah. Like, know. Maybe that part, not so much. And uh, my big take on it was, I and I hate to say this, and people are going to say this is like something to do with these trials, but it doesn't. But <laughs> I feel like I'm more sympathetic for John when his dog is killed. Um and it's been like three movies since that's happened. Yeah. And I know they're trying to kill him now. So he's not like, he's not trying to kill everybody, you know, but he's not trying to do all this stuff, but he kind of is a participant. So I just think that, you know, I know they bring up a lot. They have to keep reminding you like, Hey, remember my freaking dog died. Okay. So that's why I'm right. Killing well, it everybody. Does help. That in this this movie franchise, there are you know millions of of super criminals everywhere, and yeah, the world no police. It's like in the future, fifty percent of the world is a contract killer. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and people like you can just stab somebody to death in like uh, the subway, and nobody notices or they cares. They just walk Those right people- by. <laughs> 
those those I was looking behind. I was like, where did the body? Did they like stab <laughs> them and like uh, weaken and burnies them out of the subway? <laughs> yes, uh, but man, that first half hour it really ruled. Like I, yeah. I was just had a big grin on my face. Everybody in the theater was like cheering when crazy things happen. Like uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how spoilery this is because it is in like the first ten minutes. But uh, well, I don't yeah. want to say. It. I don't want to say at the it. end of this. At the end of this. Um, episode we're gonna do a huge spoiler alert tag yeah 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 that's what we'll, we'll have to wait ones, and i'll make it like like uh i'll have john wick saying like you thinking um spoilers or something i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm thinking okay, i'm spoilers so, so can i say spoilers now or do i need to wait for that part you can do it now it's already been placed okay. in yeah the, the part where he spends like 30 seconds loading an old gun and yes. he uses it to shoot one guy that like yeah i loved that so much it was so cool yeah i'm like oh like, shit he's like building this gun out of this old gun and then he only has like one bullet <laughs> like it's only worth one second he's like i just needed to buy myself one second i don't know <laughs> yes my wife was like what and i was like shh that rules <laughs> the the for me one of the best fights i think was at the very beginning the uh the axe fights like first he's doing oh, the yeah. knife with it throwing the knives and then it was just something about when they had those act when they had the little uh tomahawks or whatever man that was a really like it, i felt that fight i felt like that one's like immediately that's when it like really got me into it and then of course moments later he's using like a horse as a gun basically yes, that, <laughs> i like that too that okay, was incredible like horses at guys <laughs> He like the cocks the game. horse, you yes. know, like <laughs> he's like, it's just yeah. so funny. Like he uses it like a big turret or like a 50 cal. He's just moves it around. <laughs> just yeah. like the, the creativity of ways they got killed. But for me, like it does kind of get a little bit sloggy where I'm like, okay, how many gunshots can i hear which i think is why i like so much at the beginning when it was uh yeah like knife fights and he's yeah. throwing knives and mm-hmm. yep but as we were walking out like i i said the same thing to my wife and she said well without all the lore stuff they couldn't make four movies and you know that's true enough yeah spoiler uh there will be john wick four um Yep. And uh well, okay, this is a little uh comedy podcast centric, but you know, Jason Manzukis is in this and mm-hmm. he uh he survives. Right? I think, right? But yeah. I, I don't know why. I think it just shows it's a a representation of how the <laughs> type of people I follow on Twitter, but I just assumed he would have a much bigger role in this movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought it was like there's four posters and one of them is him, you know, but really it's just the people that I follow are also uh, listening to Comedy Bang Bang and how this get made or whatever. So they're, you know, that's what they're retweeting. So, you know, I, I there was a lot of times I was like, wonder when the TikTok man's coming back, but he just did not. Well, I, I did think like once he uh, goes TikTok at the beginning, I thought, oh, that's pretty much going to be all he does yeah yeah after he said that after that uh, you know what wasn't really even the best uh no offense to that acting i'm sure that's what they asked you to do or that's what it was called for anyway um so thank you greggy and that was the john wick movie review so now we did (laughs) movies in this podcast we did movies food 
Uh, we barely talked about basketball, but I think I mentioned it once or twice. And uh, uh, Colts and uh, Beast Trials. So I think overall it was a success. And um, Greggy, you get the cultist kiss. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Next time on the quest for true legitimate beast trials. Well, no. Here's what I'm start no, 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 talking think... about: lettuce, like, oh, this lettuce deserves <laughs> its position. I, I don't know in the in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this horse maybe doesn't even need the jockey for one and two. What yeah. if this horse actually maybe wanted to was the jockey? If you look at um, cheetahs, cheetahs are, are are born runners and and much better runners than uh, humans. And and mm-hmm. there there have been you know topics like is Usain Bolt faster than a cheetah? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see it happen. Um, they yeah. had that uh, uh, Shark Week a couple of years ago when um, Michael Phelps uh, swam against the shark. Swam against the shark, and he yeah. lost rightfully so because. Yes, but it wasn't real. It wasn't real. But, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm interested in this project. I want to kind of learn more about it. I think it may all be in the marketing. This season, everything has... This thing just looks like a nightmare change. I can't reiterate it enough. The beast has evolved. What? No. It's an all new tournament style competition. Now I do take umbrage with your um, opinion that three lizards would be better at carrying a cart than a horse. That's what I was going to say is if you get your, you know, your, your like all stars from the beast trials, you could probably take down fungi. You can take down plants. We can get beasts back on top. Real beasts, real trials.